Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, CEO of Digital Dawn, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Here on the Ecom Profit Podcast, I open Pandora's box and share with you and other ecom business owners weekly topics that will help you explode your business online. I outline my tried and true secret sauce, the D2D method, that's guaranteed to bring your business results. As an entrepreneur myself, I try to pull out all the same entrepreneurial passions in others. So get ready to be fired up about your business and let's have a great time. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, and today we have a very special guest who has been not only a client of mine, but a friend for many years now, Dr. John Neustadt. He is the founder and president of the dietary supplement company, Nutritional Biochemistry, Inc., or NBIHealth.com. I am going to let Dr. John introduce himself because there is a long history and lots of accolades and all sorts of things that I want to make sure that we talk about as we get into this. But this is going to be a great show because we are going to talk about marketing when you aren't really a marketer and how to kind of learn some tips and tricks and different things that you can do um, in your business when marketing maybe isn't at the top of your mindset. So, Dr. John, take it away. Give us your background and your bio. Thank you. I'm excited to be on your podcast and be a guest. And you mentioned when when marketing is not your thing. I think for your listeners, uh, they can just consider me the anti-marketer. And anything <laughs> marketing, I just my brain doesn't go there. I love medicine. You give me some research studies to read. And I go down what I call the rabbit hole in terms of researching uh, different conditions or when I'm looking at formulating different nutrients and the clinical trials on them and the basic research. That's my that's what I love. That's my happy place. My brain just not does not think like a marketer. And this is because, you know, I think it's sort of naturally how I'm wired, but it's also yeah. how, how I've been trained. You know, go, going. So tell, tell, us, tell us about your training. Tell us about tell us about your background and tell us your extensive because you have an extensive background and history in this field. And I want to make sure that we lay the foundation because there's a lot of people that listen that are anti marketers, right? As well, who who can relate to sort of your your non marketing background. So tell tell us kind of your your history of of experience as we get into this. So I really come out of a world of, of technical writing. Uh, before going back to medical school, I was a technical writer at different software companies in, in the Seattle area. And for anybody who knows what that, that world is like, it's for software companies, it's the, it's the documentation nobody ever wants to read. It's a rather non... Uh, it's definitely, <laughs> definitely not a sexy uh, career. But it's it's very much, you know, a goes to B goes to C, very, very linear thinking, very logical thinking, which helped me when I pivoted to medicine. And then in integrated medicine, I decided to go into uh, naturopathic medical school because my degrees and my interest was in integrative medicine. My undergraduate degree was in botany. Mm. And I loved it, the idea of using plants as medicine. The majority of the world's population turns to plants first for right. medicine. 
and I wanted nutrition and I wanted that integrative approach as well as the conventional pharmacology and laboratory testing and all the, all the things that go along with the naturopathic yeah. medical education. So going through that, again, very technical, um, very, uh, I went with that left brain, right brain and a logical oriented. I think that's yeah, left, brain that stuff. left brain stuff. Left brain. Yep. Uh, and then I, again, I started, I continued writing, um, but I pivoted to medical writing and I've yeah. written over a hundred research uh, review articles published, um, four books. My, my, my fifth one's going to be coming out next year on osteoporosis, editor mm-hmm. of, of a textbook on laboratory evaluations. And so again, all very technical when I went yeah. into formulating and creating my, my company, it was because I couldn't find the combination of nutrients and the doses of nutrients shown in clinical trials to work in existing products that I needed to help my patients. So I saw a need and an opportunity to create these products. And it, it just started to grow from there. But, you know, when I, when I look back, I'm sort of, you know, kind of scratch my head of of how, how it worked because, you know, (laughs) zero marketing except for um, what I was trying to do uh, in the dark, I think kind of feeling around, just trying to feel my way by myself uh, was, it's a miracle that we got to the point where I finally (laughs) found you many years (laughs) later uh, and you, you really helped turn the company around. Well, you you've been in business and, and and this is an important point because, you know, you've been in business for a long time. This isn't a new company. This isn't something that you just started. I mean, you you've been around for a while. You have an established customer base. You you started this company based out of a need. Um, all the things that we talk about, you know, needing to uh, solve a problem when you think about it from a marketing perspective. But this isn't like something you just started three or four years ago. I mean, this has been around for, for quite a while. Tell us a little bit about the history of, of the company and, and how it kind of has, has changed over the last couple of years. Sure. So in uh, the company was founded in 2006, and I think it was third quarter 2006. Our first products came out in 2007. I had a business partner at that time. It was a, um, a patient of mine, and I can tell people this because it's in our books and he said it publicly, who I helped. He was an MD, PhD, who also has a serial entrepreneur, and I helped him, and he was so blown away by the medicine that I did, he said, let's start a company, and I had the formulation ideas and, and that know-how, and we combined our talents and our credentials, and we just started working side-by-side trying to, to build up the company. And, and at some point over uh, the course of, you know, since then, uh, he ended up exiting the company and went through a whole rebranding. But at that point, what happened was the marketing was really more of a technical communications as I saw it. So it was marketing by building the brand with me continuing to lecture at medical conferences and writing professional articles and where I could, you know, writing blogs. I was a Huffington Post blogger for a little while or trying to trying to find radio shows to go on as as guests, yeah. that sort of thing. But over time, while initially that I think was really helpful helping the company grow, I, I noticed diminishing returns. It was we kept doing yeah. the same things over and over and over and and it wasn't growing like it did initially. We really needed to do something different. And 
when he ended up exiting the company, that's when I, I found you. And we worked together <laughs> to, I think, evaluate where the opportunities were, went through a whole rebranding exercise and rebranded the company, relaunched on a whole new platform. And yep. over the years, our work together has really expanded beyond yep. beyond that into uh, you and your team really being the integral marketing arm of, of MBI. It's like, you know, oh, I yeah. cut you off. I'd only have one arm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's very nice. Very sweet to say. But, you know, it's interesting because what you just talked about with doing some of the more traditional marketing pieces, right? Like lecturing and um, being on pod, radio, you know, host podcasting, uh, you know, writing blogs. Those are all still good marketing techniques. You know, those are all still good things to, to continue to do. But what about it? kind of what what was the light bulb that went off that said, hey, you you need to go online or you need to do more digital marketing? Do you remember kind of what shifted in your head to say like, hey, we need to we need to do something different? I mean, you talked a little bit about the diminishing returns of doing the same thing over and over. But was there a moment that you could think of where you kind of said, well, man, I'm leaving a whole bunch of stuff on the table here. I, I need to you know that's a great question. I, I think I would I would would take a step back and say that I even before that what I realized was really missing when you walked me through the process of there was never any marketing plan. It yeah. wasn't even that okay here's what we're leaving on the table because we're not addressing. Yeah, it's the old saying: if you don't know the questions to ask, you can never get the right answers. Right, right? or if you're asking the wrong questions you're going to get the wrong answer. So yeah. I'm the type of person, a non-marketing person where I didn't even know the right questions to ask. So I sure. knew I was I, I was hitting my head against the wall. I knew I was having these frustrations and not growing. And sure, I knew social media was out there, of, of course. I, right. I don't I don't really do social media. It's not, I've, I've tried and I've said, okay, I'm going to learn this. And I get excited for a couple of days. And I'm like, you know what? This is just not, <laughs> right. not me. Round peg in a square hole or whatever the phrase is. So I I think the light bulb moment for me, frankly, was, you know, you and I had, and I'm so grateful for this, you you and I had a a sort of, uh, 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 we sort of came to to head at one point years ago. We call it a come to Jesus moment. Yes, it was definitely, it, it was definitely that. Where essentially, you you know, I don't even remember the exact, I remember the feeling I I had about it. I don't necessarily remember the exact words, but but the overall takeaway was basically, John, you're being an idiot. You know, (laughs) we we can do all all of these things. (laughs) You didn't say that. (laughs) <laughs> but but now we've been working together so long. If you did say it, I wouldn't even bat an eye. Be like, oh, right. okay. it's all, <laughs> right. yeah, whatever. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, so that that it was, unless I, this is what it was. As a founder, and I think a lot of founders have a bit of type A personality. Mm-hmm. I was trying to control too much. Yeah. And I was trying to micromanage too much. And it was basically, John, basically get out of the way and let us do our, our work and let us, yeah. sh- let us, you know, show you 
all that we can bring to the table mm-hmm. and um, or or don't. But this is not this this the way that I was interacting with you was, wasn't working. I wasn't being the best client for yeah. you, um, yeah. which I really respect that you had that conversation. And I think that's what a what a real professional does is they 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 tell yeah. the truth to their 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 clients. And and I'm really I'm very grateful that you that you did. Well, I think this brings up. Thank you for that. And I think it I think it brings up an interesting point about trying to do all of it yourself in, in a little bit of that way. But then also, you know, having people surrounding yourself with people who who maybe know more about different things. I mean, you're a smart guy. You, you've got tons of education. You've been doing this a long time. You've you know got a great reputation in the community. But you're not a marketer, right? And and so again, put it pushing yourself into you know the the round or the square peg and the round hole kind of thing. It just you know it doesn't necessarily fit into your particular style. It's not it's not your your jam, so to speak. So understanding that from a certain degree as well, and understanding to you know help yourself by surrounding you yourself with people that you can you know, or that do do these types of things, I think is an important lesson for a lot of owners uh, of businesses, well, myself I, included. Yeah. And I, and I think it just comes back to the concept of leverage. You know, what can I, yeah. what can I outsource? What can I, you know, give to somebody else that they're more talented at than I am right. so that I can really focus on what's in my wheelhouse and all of that technical stuff, the content creation, the formulating, mm-hmm. the research. Now I'm actually freed up to do more of that and more of what I love and more of creating those core assets and giving those to you and your team and saying, okay, blow it out. Right. 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 And I think, you know, if, if you could look back kind of at, at that, that point, you know, and, and the relationship that we then kind of started on past that, I mean, that has really grown into, you know, a, a lot of, conversations and partnerships and meeting in person and day, you know, doing different, you know, events and things like that, that we've kind of worked through. And I think that's helped you have more of a marketing tilt, or at least I hope it's helped you have more of a marketing tilt. What are some things that you've learned about marketing from a non-marketing perspective that you would want to share with people who maybe don't think about marketing or to your, use your words, are the anti-marketer? What are some things that, that you've learned maybe over, over the last, you know, a couple of years that we've worked together that, yeah. that are good tips or things maybe people can think about? I, I think that there is the first thing that comes to mind, there, there's no substitute for having a good plan. Right. If, unless there's a plan, an annual plan, when things are going to get executed, the metrics by which we are going to measure success or failure, yeah. uh, the editorial calendar, which products we're going to release and when, mm-hmm. uh, you know, unless there's a plan in place, then it's, it's a, it's more frustrating. I feel like we're, yeah. we, I, I would be wasting more time. It's mm-hmm. not as efficient and I also couldn't understand whether or not we're the company's headed in the right direction. The other thing too that you did that we never had, the company never had it, is just a mission statement. Yeah. You know, that North Star of what is the core of the company. And I've gotten into trouble in the past because we didn't have that. And I would go mm-hmm. down and start some projects and spend some of the company's money on something I thought would be really good. 
but in yeah. reality, it, it actually turned out to, to be a, a waste of money and time and took away from the, the, the real core mission or what turned out to be the entire time the core mission of the company, but had not articulated it, had not gone through the exercise that you took me through in terms of yeah. creating the vi- mission and the vision statement so that we know and we can go back now to every decision the company makes and we get offers all the time and, you know, for different projects, or do we want to do different partnerships? We can always go back now to that mission statement and say, does it fit within the mission of the company? And if the answer is no, then it's an easy, it's a very short discussion, which again, makes us much more efficient at focusing on growing the company in our core, in our core area. So I think having a plan, having, having that mission statement and vision are very important. Well, we just actually used the vision mission statement today in a sidebar conversation that we'd had earlier. Like it, it's it's put into practice in real life all the time. And I think that's really important to kind of understand as a business owner, you know, to your point, we get offered or there's always partnerships or there's affiliate programs or there's, you know, influencers or all sorts of different things. But really having a solid vision mission statement so that you can plan your marketing and your partnerships and your resources towards what makes the most sense given the direction that you're trying to go. And I think that's great from a a planning perspective because when we first started this, we spent a couple days together getting that plan together, really flushing that out and has been at the core of what we've done really from a marketing perspective for gosh, three years now. And and we use it all the time. And we did our annual plan in July this year. And I think it took us half as much time as it's taken us from the years. Right. Like we just get more and more efficient on the way in which we want to roll things out, how we're doing it. And, and it keeps everybody, I think, pretty, pretty laser focused so that you can be in your zone of genius as well, right? And to your point of, of not having to do things that you don't want to do or not being able to know where we're going and, and spending time and resources in that area. It reminds me of a, of a picture I saw of Michael Phelps in a, in a race once a swimming race against, I think it was a Brazilian actor, actor, sorry, Brazilian swimmer. And you, in the moment of the photo, the Brazilian swimmer who lost by just a fraction of a second was looking over, his head was tilted to the left, looking at, at Michael Phelps, not looking straight ahead. And if anybody just Googles, you know, stay in your lane, Michael yeah. Phelps, you know, you, you'll see this very powerful image. And that's what I, I think this experience over the last years working with you has allowed me to do is stay in my lane. I, yeah. I don't need to look to the right and see what marketing's doing. I know that's being taken care of, and we have our check-ins every week and our week and our weekly meetings, and we have our annual planning meetings where I can really just be more focused and more efficient on the areas of the company that are that are mine to focus on, where where yeah. where where my expertise can be best utilized. Right, right. I think that's a great analogy of of staying in your lane, and I think. What I will say, though, is I have to give you a lot of accolades for being open, right, to the marketing piece of things, even though it may not be your comfort zone and it may not be things that you necessarily love to do. I I remember telling you, guess what? You get to do Facebook Lives now every week. (laughs) Like, what? 
<laughs> you know, I don't want to do that. And now you are like, you know, doing hour long Q&A sessions, you're getting people to engage and react and, and it's built up over time. You know, it's, it's a long game marketing. It, it doesn't happen in a vacuum. It doesn't happen overnight. It, it's a long game. And I think you have embraced that. You understand that and you're willing to put in the work to get the outcome as well, because I can only do so much, right, from my side of things. Well, and I think a lot of it is, is a testament to you and, and the trust that we've developed, because I said to you, and I've said it repeatedly since then, you know, you tell me to just tell me to jump and I'll ask how high. Like you just yep. use me. I'm a, I just see myself now as a, a tool or a vehicle to help with the marketing. And you said, yeah. yeah, start doing weekly Facebook lives and this ask the doc. And I was so nervous, totally outside my comfort zone. Yeah. And then you had me do other videos actually to, to film yeah. videos and I had to change outfits and, and yeah. it took me for, I think it was a less a, a minute video that at some point when I first started out, I, I told you afterwards to do a minute took me two hours you know, I was reshooting it and I was trying to memorize every line. Yeah, I was so right. nervous. Um, right. It was but, so funny. But now, you know, that's the learning curve. And, right. you know, uh, pushing me outside of my comfort zone and me allowing myself to, to go there in order yeah. to help communicate to people the benefits of the products, of how it can help them, the brand yeah. um, and about the brand. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Well, and I think too that, you know, in the world of dietary supplements specifically or anything in the health and wellness space where you are asking people to trust you to ingest or take a product, there there's a level of a trust factor that has to come from the company as well. And I think that you've done a great job of putting people at ease and having that marketing sort of flair to it. It hasn't been over overly salesy. It hasn't been inauthentic. It's been very you as as the head of the company, as a CEO of the company, but also as a vehicle to help people, right? And you're building that know, like, and trust factor with potential customers or current customers that builds that relationship and builds that trust from you know the inside out. And I think that's a piece of it that people don't always do well. They they sell really hard and they don't necessarily show up as their authentic self. And that sometimes can be off-putting, but you do a really great job of that, even though you may be nervous or even though it may not be perfect or even though you think it might be, you know, off or something like that. That's what makes it real. And that's what people right. like. Well, and you, you coach me in that way too, about just staying true to my authentic self. And my authentic self is, is I don't really want to feel like I'm selling anyone. I want to educate people. I mean, my, yeah. my background of all of those peer reviewed articles I've written. And in fact, uh, Elsevier, the world's largest uh, publisher of medical information uh, once gave me, uh, recognized me as one of the top 10 cited, cited authors in the world uh, for one of my research papers. And, yeah. and so that's a level of detail and the, 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 the technical level that I go to and the, the care and frankly, the, the, the love, because I think it's important. I want people to get the results. They have to, because this was, again, started for my patients, but also this is what I take and what I give to my family and what I recommend to people. So it has yeah. to be, the science has to be correct. 
Yeah. And, and when I communicate that, sure, people can believe me. But I also, right. as you know, have done taken great care to put, you know, there are probably there are thousands of research citations on our website now. That you know, <laughs> yes, people, there are. <laughs> right? <laughs> people can go and do their own research. The research really speaks for itself. Yeah. And my personality is not an in, in, in your face salesy type of personality. Anyway, it's just not not how I'm wired. And I think you coaching me from a marketing perspective of staying true to who I am, staying true to the core of the company yeah. is, is important for the brand, is important for, for the message, is very helpful. Well, and I think, again, it just, it, it, it's the authentic you. It, it is who you are and it, who, it's who the company is at, a, at, at its core. And you have customers that have been around for 10 plus years or more since the oh, beginning. Since the beginning, time. yes. You know, yep. have, have been purchasing over and over and over. And obviously you have to get the results from the product. They wouldn't keep purchasing it if they weren't getting those results. But I think a lot of it too is that the authentic self is being shown and people really know that there's a person who's there doing all of this research and really formulating and doing all the things that they need to, you know, that you that you say that you do and then you share that publicly. So I, I, I share all of that because I, I get a lot of resistance sometimes from business owners who don't want to do Facebook lives or they don't want to show up in their business and they want, you know, marketing agencies to kind of come in and just take over and, and they don't want to be part of it. And I think that's a real miss in a lot of situations because you are your brand. And if people can't see you or they don't know you, it's really hard to connect. And I think you've done a really good job with, with doing that with coaching. Sure. But you still show up and you still do it and you, and you still happily do it. And, and it's become hopefully more comfortable for you over time as well. Oh, absolutely. Now when I do a Facebook live, I I can just start talking. I I think about in advance what I'm going to say and what the points are. But before I, I literally at the very beginning would write out a script and then I thought then I but got a little more effective, efficient, where I'd just do some bullet points. And, yeah. and now I can just have a conversation. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's actually become fun. It's definitely not stressful. Uh, it's become that's fun awesome. and, and easy. Right. Yeah. And that's the intent. I think a lot of times we put this heavy burden on ourselves to make this marketing thing kind of like, oh, this is so terrible. But it really, the intent is to make it fun and enjoy it and to, you know, really be authentic. And, and again, I think you do a great job with that. Well, as we kind of wrap up, what, what are some maybe last minute thoughts or tips that you have that you've sort of, you know, learned along the way or anything that you might recommend for people who haven't really thought about marketing in the online space or who haven't really thought about leveraging other people? What, what bits of, you know, kind of, if I'd only known, I would have done this sooner kind of thing or, or any key tidbits or takeaways that you might have? So I think of an African proverb that I, that I once heard, which is, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with others. Mm, I love doing, that. Doing it all myself, sure. I could, I could change on in on a dime. I could make those decisions quickly all by myself. I could go really fast, but I couldn't go as far as we've gone without other people, without yeah. partnering with you, 
to bring a different perspective, bring a different skill set, be able to bounce ideas off of. I mean, me talking to myself in an echo chamber is is a, is a great monologue, <laughs> but it's no way to call BS on myself. Right, right. Or, or, or say, hey, did you think about it this way? You know, maybe right. we should look at it this other way. Or hold yeah. on a sec, you're, you're straying away from the mission a little bit. Let's get back there. Stay focused. Yep. And so I, I think that that would be one of my biggest take-homes is, is as an entrepreneur, uh, somebody like many people out there who have started a company yep. on a shoestring budget, bootstrapping it. Uh, yeah. you know, really putting profits back into the, into the company to, to try and grow it and work as hard as you can. I think that it can develop this very myopic vision of mm. that. It's the entrepreneur doing it all themselves that, that creates this, this success and this mythology that yeah. is not actually accurate and true. And, and having that partnership of, with a marketing team like, like yours, and having the sounding board and the methodology that mm-hmm. you bring, the very systematic approach that you bring to to marketing has been game uh, game changing. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I, I think you're right. I think sometimes we, we're frightened to, to take the step and, and partner with different people. And, and I love hearing that. Um, and I love hearing that, you know, working together has has been great for both of us. I use NBI products. I've got my family using NBI products. I've got my parents using NBI products. I got their friends using like so, you know, I, I definitely am a believer in, you know, supporting people who, you know, truly authentically bring great products to market and uh, partnering with those types of people as well. So I, I appreciate you saying that. So as we wrap up, Dr. John, where can people find more information about you and where should they go if they want to learn more about your products? So head on over to nbihealth.com. You can learn more about the products, the company, lots of blogs and resources on there, and also my, my bio. Uh, and as a plug for you, that uh, website was was designed in collaboration and created with uh, Dawn and her her agency. So yes, we we it's a beautiful site. If you are looking for any bits of resource information, blogs, I mean, he, there's just so much knowledge on that website. I encourage you to go there, even if maybe you don't think you need something. Go read about health, wellness, nutrition, bone support, all, all sorts of different things. It's amazing yeah. all, all the resources Thank you. that and are there. Podcasts, so. the Delivering Health Podcast, podcast is there, yep. and free downloads, free ebooks are on there as yep. well. Yes, go check it out, nbihealth.com. We will link in the show notes. Anything else as we wrap up? I have so appreciated talking with you today. This is always great to hear different perspectives of marketing and how you've come to be. But any final words as we wrap up? Just that I'm grateful that uh, you're on. we're on the same team and we're working together. And, and uh, it's been an incredible learning experience and growth experience for me personally. Yeah. Um, oh, and I think yeah. my own growth in that way mirrors how the company and my maturation mirror, how the company is maturing uh, yes. as well, uh, working with you. So thank you from truly from the bottom of my heart. Oh, well, it's been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I appreciate all the conversation. And until next time, thanks for listening to the Ecom Profit Podcast.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you've heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to see if you're a good fit to work with the Digital Dawn team, head over to digitaldawnagency.com forward slash contact and let's book a call. Thanks so much again and until next time.